Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Life of Riley. I hope that you're having a wonderful Monday, and I hope you have a great week. It's almost Thanksgiving. It's almost Christmas. I am so excited. Okay, so today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about my 10 biggest pet peeves and my 10 favorite things that people do. So my favorite and least favorite things that people do, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. I'm really excited for this week. I am hosting a book club at my apartment with my roommate on Wednesday. We are doing a Christmas theme. We're decorating for Christmas a little bit early Um, We just love Christmas and it makes us happy so why not have it up a little bit longer. We just got our Christmas tree in today and it is hot pink of course it's a hot pink tree and it's so cute it's six feet it's darling and we love it and we're really really happy that um, it matches our decor so well. So I'm really excited. I'll give you guys um, an update on book club later and maybe I'll do an episode talking about some tips and tricks for being a good party hostess because that's my jam. Okay, so diving into the pet peeves first. These first five or so are what people say and the last five are what people do, okay? So first of all, biggest pet peeve. Using the word illegal to describe something that's just like against the rules of a certain organization or something like that. So like if it's against the rules to chew gum at school and someone's like, oh, that's illegal. I hate that. It's not illegal. It's against the rules. Let's be clear. Second pet peeve. I think this is a big one for everyone. I hate being told to calm down. Don't tell me to calm down. Don't tell me to chill out. I think it's so demeaning. I don't even really think that there's like a nice way to say it unless someone is truly having like a panic attack or an anxiety attack and you're helping them physically like calm down their nervous system. Otherwise, I hate it. Don't use it. Number three, I hate when people put a T on the end of the word across. So they say across. Look across the way. Um, That's not how you spell it. It's across. Look it up. Get a dictionary. Don't put a T. I hate that. It's a huge, I hear people do it all the time. I don't know where they get it, but they're like, she was sitting across from me. Oh, was she Susan or was she sitting across? She was sitting across, okay? Uh, Fourth one, people say on accident, it's by accident. Things don't happen on accident. Like that, that doesn't make any sense. They happen by accident. So, you know, I spilt my water by accident. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I spilt my water on accident. Who's accident? Who did you spill it on? What's an accident? Okay, it's a by accident. Okay. Number five, getting interrupted. I think this is kind of universal. I don't like getting interrupted. I won't usually like correct someone. Like, that's the other thing. If someone that I don't know very well interrupts me, I'll just steamroll over me, baby. Just talk over me because I won't say anything. Um, But if I do know you, I might say something and then, you know, I get pent up anger. So just don't interrupt. It's kind of a pet peeve. Okay, number six. Now, this is getting into what people do, like actual actions. I don't like it when people try and embarrass one another in public. I just don't think it's like that funny. I think that there are certain things I make a lot of jokes at, you know, at the expense of others. I I get it. But I don't like it when you're really deliberately trying to like humiliate someone about something that they're self-conscious about or you're saying something just to kind of like poke at someone. I don't think it's very kind. So that's a pet peeve. Number seven. When people try and claim things as their own, like they own it. Specifically, like clothes and stuff. When someone's like, well, I bought that dress first, so you can't buy it. 
Um, no, sweetie. The entire world has that dress, okay? My roommate is so good about this. Like, if I like an outfit of hers or a top, she's like, oh my god, here, wear it. Go buy it. Like, that would look cute on you. So she's really good about, like, if I like something of hers, first of all, it's flattering. Like, it's flattering if I think that an outfit looks so cute on you, I want to buy it myself. Um, I don't like it when people are like, I wore that first, so you can't. That's not a thing. Okay. Number eight, food shamers. Like people that are like, ew, that's gross. You're eating hard-boiled eggs. Okay, Betty, hard-boiled eggs are a good source of protein and they're easy to make and store. So how about you hop off my ass? That's a bit aggressive for hard-boiled eggs, but you get the point. You know what I mean? People that like think it's gross what other people eat. I think that's not nice. Number nine, this one is like kind of deep, kind of complicated. I don't like it. When people saying that being cordial is like being being non-confrontational or fake or something, this is a big one for me personally because people tell me this a lot. I am a cordial person. I treat almost everyone the same regardless of how I actually feel about them. I don't think that that's being like fake or avoiding confrontation or, you know, too two-sided, whatever. I don't think that that's what that is. I think that treating someone with respect, regardless of how they act, in most cases, is the right way to go, especially if I don't know you that well. If you kind of bother me, but we're just acquaintances, I'm going to treat you with kindness and respect because that's just what I think is appropriate. I don't like it when people are like, oh, you, you're so non-confrontational, like you don't stick up for yourself. No, if it's a big enough deal, I will absolutely say something. But if it's not a big enough deal, I'm not just going to try and like, you know, give my opinion every single time I think someone's wrong. I really pick and choose when I when I decide to share that I disagree with someone. And I don't think that's being fake. I just think it's, you know, keeping the peace, which I'm all about. Okay, number 10. This is such a weird one. But my car has an automatic trunk, like you have to press a button to open it and close it, and nobody uses the button. Every single person, like including my brother, who's really strong, could easily break my trunk, they 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 try and close it, like they try and shut the trunk, and it breaks the mechanism because it's on an automatic system. And so if you don't press the button, eventually you break its ability to open and close on its own. Plus, it's kind of hard to shut because it kind of resists it, you know? So like, you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to hulk it out, you know, just let it open and close on its own. Okay. That was it. Those are my biggest pet peeves. Okay. So let's transition into things that I love. I love that people do these things. Um, I don't necessarily do all of these things myself, but I like it when other people do it. So here we go. We love a good hypocrite on a Monday. So number one, I love when people remember names and details about others. I love when people use names in conversation, use my name. I like to use other people's names. I love to see other people do it. And I love when people remember details. I like it when somebody remembers, you know, about an event I told them about or something like that. I think that it's really nice and a small way that you can show that you care and you're just going the extra mile. So I appreciate that. I really like it when people say that they're doing well, not good. Like things are going well for you. They're not going good for you. I just, you know, it's a small thing, but I really appreciate it when people use proper grammar. Warm hugs. I don't mean to sound like Olaf from Frozen here, but I love like friendly hugs. Like I love when you see someone and you just give them an embrace. 
There are scientific studies that say that hugs can release endorphins, and I think it's a nice way to greet someone. I mean, as long as they're okay with it, don't be like inappropriate or something, but as long as they're okay with it, I think that giving hugs is just a really simple way to show someone love and affection, and maybe they haven't gotten a hug that day or something, and that's sad, so I love hugs. They're great. Number four, I love when people offer to help with things in their wheelhouse. So what I mean by that is when you offer to help me with something that you're really good at. I think that it's a wonderful way to help others by utilizing your own talent and treasure. I think that everyone has a unique ability that they're able to contribute to a certain situation. And I love when people take advantage of that and help others with it. So for example... My roommate, again, I use her as an example. She's really artistic and creative. And I love when she offers to help me with like design stuff or creative things because I know she's really good at it. And um, it's nice to help others. Number five, I love when people invite people to do things. This is kind of like a pet peeve slash things that I like. I love when people are inclusive in what they're doing. And I'm not saying you have to invite everyone to every single event. However, don't talk about an event in front of others if you're not inviting them. I am guilty of this sometimes, although I try and be really conscientious of it. I just think it's kind of rude. So Um, I love when people invite people to things, especially if you're talking about it in a large group of people and it's something that, you know, can host a lot of people like we're getting dinner after work or whatever. I think it's nice to invite people. I encourage everyone to do that. Number six, I love it when people contribute an interesting statement or a fact into a conversation. I love learning from people. So when I walk away from a conversation and I learned like a new word or about a new topic I didn't know about, I think that is so productive and such an enriching conversation. So anytime you can, you know, don't be a know-it-all, but let people know a fact or something that maybe they don't know that pertains to the conversation. I think it's a really good service. So I think everyone should do that. Number seven, I love when people remind you that they're thinking about you or that they're important. So if somebody crosses your mind, I love letting them know, hey, Billy Bob, I'm thinking of you today and I think you're great. I think you're important. I think you're special. I think you did a great job at work last week. I think that was really kind of you to work on that. I'm remembering you're going through a hard time. How are you? I think that that's so considerate, and I think if we all just extended a little bit more like love and empathy and good vibes out there, the world would be a better place. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to like solve the world's problems or anything, but it can't hurt, right? Number eight, I love people that are empathetic. I think that it's a wonderful trait to have, and I think it's underrated. I think that a lot of people think that being empathetic is not as important as being assertive or successful or, you know, aggressive. And I think that it's just as important, if not more. You know, you're not going to get anywhere. You'll, you'll only get so far by people listening to you because they're scared of you. You will get so much farther in the long run if you're more empathetic. People can come to you and ask questions. People know that you understand them and listen to them. And everyone just wants to be heard. That's all everyone wants is they just want someone to listen to them and give them advice. Or not even give them advice, but just listen to them and know that somebody understands what they're going through. So I think being empathetic is a wonderful wonderful thing that I admire in many of my close friends. Number nine, 
I love when people encourage others when they mention their insecurities. I think that if somebody's mentioning an insecurity, they're not fishing for a compliment, but they're expressing something that they're self-conscious about. And I love when people compliment them on that. So if I say like, oh, I feel fat in this dress, you know, don't be like, oh, shut up, you idiot. You're skinny. It's like, okay, <laughs> cool. Um, but instead, try just saying like, no, Riley, I actually think you look really beautiful in that dress. Like I like, I think it's flattering on you. I think it, you know, highlights and accentuates the flattering and, you know, good parts of your body, whatever. I think that it's kind when you compliment people on things that you know they're a little insecure about because it reminds them that the rest of the world doesn't perceive them the way that they're perceiving themselves. And the last thing that I love in people is I love when they're thoughtful and they're modest. I um, I don't like a braggart. I don't like someone that flaunts like wealth or status. Um, and I, I, I enjoy someone who is kind and modest and thoughtful. I think that, um, you know, a true sign of success is someone who doesn't need to constantly talk about how successful they are. I think that actions speak louder than words, and I really admire people that are thoughtful and modest of others. And especially, you know, you don't know what someone else is going through. So just being thoughtful of other people's situations and choosing your words wisely around them and choosing what you choose to talk about in a thoughtful and respectful manner, I think it goes a really long way. You know, a lot of the times we don't mean to hurt someone's feelings by what we talk about, but as they say, the toothpaste is out of the tube. Even if you don't mean to talk about something that's offensive to someone, even mentioning it can can trigger something. And I just think it's better to just be err on the side of caution, err on the side of being thoughtful, and err on the side of being modest. So that's it. Those are my pet peeves and my favorite things. And um, I would love to hear what your pet peeves are and what you love what people do. It's super interesting to me. And I love you guys so much. I hope that... Um, Nothing I do is a pet peeve of yours, or maybe it is actually. Yeah, dude, tell me, tell me if I do something that bothers you. Actually, that'd be a fun episode. Um, so I, I love you guys so much. You guys are the best, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Um, think about your pet peeves. Think about the things that you love. Try and practice more of the things that you love in others, and try and be you know, conscious of the things that are pet peeves in others and try not to do them yourselves. I love you all. Have a wonderful rest of your week and I will catch you next time on The Life of Riley. (laughs) 